Welcome to the Fire Labs podcast. I am your host Shalini Kadaveru. If you are a busy professional looking to diversify your portfolio by investing in rental properties, you have come to the right place. I built my rental property portfolio while working full time, so I understand the challenges of focusing on wealth building alongside working and taking care of family. It was not too long ago I was trying to figure it all out myself. I want to share everything I learned from my mistakes so you don't make them. Every week I share my wisdom or bring experts in the space to share their insights so that you gain the skills and mindset to invest in real estate with ease and confidence. Believe it or not, the journey to build your wealth is also a journey into self-discovery. Today I want to share with you an experience that I had myself when I started to explore long distance investing. So not too long ago I was looking to invest in Dallas Fort Worth area. Common acquaintance gave me a referral of a realtor in that city and I got connected to uh, the realtor. We I spoke with her about the city and what I'm looking for at a very high level. If I remember right, the price range was one thing that I mentioned and I also mentioned that I was looking for the property to cash flow or at least cash flow neutral at a minimum and she added me to her mailing list and we day after day i started my inbox was flooded with property listings you would think that within no time i closed on a transaction unfortunately that's not what happened after i started getting the listings i wasn't able to really compare and contrast if one property is better than the other i started getting familiar with uh, the fort worth area to see what are the different pockets of neighborhoods but ultimately there was just so much of it was confusion it was lack of clarity and i wasn't able to make a decision and a few months into sending me the listings because i was not responding uh, to the realtor she removed me from the mailing list and that was that and when i think about it now there were few mistakes that i made there and i also which is very common among new investors what i do see is that among new investors the we think that high level as long as we share the price range um the realtor should have an idea for what type of properties they should be sending us it's like when you are trying to change your hairstyle you go to a hairstylist and um you ask for you know i want to change my hairstyle the it the next one should be better than what i have right now but when you give such a high level requirement uh, to your service provider the outcome doesn't work out well so as a result what happens is that as a newbie investor um when you give a very high stroke high level strokes of what is the type of property you look for you end up with your inbox uh, gets overwhelmed with lot of list- listings um you get overwhelmed not able to take action because you you're not sure which property one property is better than the other and the as a result of that you end up not taking any action 
Now, when you compare that to investors that have few transactions under their belt, what are the things that they do right? The first thing is that they, are, they have a very crystal clear idea about their buy box. And I've shared this earlier in other podcast episodes, all the different characteristics of the property, the neighborhood, a return on investment. There are several different components of that. And once you spend time clarifying for yourself what your buy box criteria is, then you can sit down with your realtor, communicate your buy box to them, and make sure that they understand that they get your buy box. And it all starts with clearly understanding, having a very good picture of city and the different pockets of neighborhoods. And not everything is created the same. Each pockets of the city and its submarkets have their own unique characteristics. I have used a model which I call the quadrant and circle model to get familiar with different pockets of the city. It's very simple. If you're looking at any reasonable sized city, let's say a city like Dallas, Austin, Kansas City, you start at the downtown, which is the most densely populated part of the city. Start with drawing your first circle around that area. Then you draw your next circle, maybe five miles out or seven miles out. So you draw a second circle. So it's a concentric circle to the downtown circle. And then draw one more circle, which is your second ring suburbs. I'm speaking this, hope you're able to visualize it. So you have three circles. The innermost circle encompasses the downtown. The next one encompasses the first ring suburbs. And the second circle encompasses the second ring suburbs. Now you have uh, the layout um, in, now you have divided the city into different layers. And on top of that, draw a line running north to south and east to west. So essentially you have four quadrants and within each quadrant you have three different segments. Once you draw these lines, it becomes straightforward to have the discussion with your realtor what are the different characteristics of these four quadrants and within uh, each quadrant you have three segments. You will also notice that there are either natural elements like a river, lake that separates cities into different pockets. You will also see that majority of the cities have highways or loops of, high, uh, loops of highways that cut through the city. So this is a very good way of breaking down the city into multiple small pockets and have that discussion with your realtor make them walk through the different areas in the city. Few areas could have good school districts. Few areas could have commerce, more commerce, meaning companies setting up shop there. And because of that, employees choosing to live closer to those companies. Uh, in some of the areas, there could be new healthcare or hospitals coming up, uh, which could be attractive for the staff as well as other ancillary services that support the healthcare systems. So try to get that 
deeper understanding of the neighborhoods. And the reason why that's important is that, as you all know, real estate is local at the end of the day. And your realtor that you're talking to is local to that area. And you are a long distance investor. You do not have the same visceral understanding of the neighborhood that your realtor has. So it's important for you to ask the questions, break down the city so that the realtor is able to explain to you and increase your level of confidence and comfort level in understanding the city well and also knowing which pockets, investing in which pockets of the city would make sense for you. Say, for example, you are interested in using a buy and hold strategy. You're a long-term investor. You can share that with your realtor. You can tell him or her that you're looking for uh, properties that cash flow, at least cash flow neutral at the minimum, but you're uh, interested in long-term appreciation. And based on that criteria, what are the pockets in of the neighborhood of the city where they foresee or expect long-term appreciation and ask for the reasons why they think that these pockets would experience long-term appreciation. So that's the step one. You speak with your realtor to get super familiar with the city and the neighborhoods within the city. The second step that is really important, which will prevent your overwhelm, is commit to analyzing these properties that come into your inbox. Commit to work on at least one or two properties a day. And the reason why this is important is because unless you put the numbers down, you don't start developing the gut feel for what these properties in different neighborhoods are how are they working out? What is their price points in general? What is their rent potential? But if you pause to put down the time to, eva to evaluate or analyze these properties, then over a period of time, you start developing a very strong feel for the properties and neighborhoods. And that also helps in reducing your overwhelm significantly. So there you have it. In summary, what I wanted to share with you today is that as a newbie investor, there's one really, really important thing um, that you need to uh, work out with your realtor, which is to get super familiar with the city and the different submarkets, different neighborhoods that are there. That really helps you to reduce the overwhelm. That's step number one. And step number two is once you start getting the listings, from your realtor, take some time and track, analyze those properties, if not all, at least a couple of them. And once you start analyzing, you can get your share your analysis also with your realtor and you will start getting a good feel for which types of properties in which pockets are cash flowing, what are the different price range price ranges that you can expect. And it's also a very good communication tool that you can share with your realtor so that they also understand what are the type of properties that you find interesting. And they will start tweaking the listing to meet your 
investment criteria, they will start sending more and more qualified leads to you. And because of that, uh, that will help you to close on your next, next transaction as soon as possible. All right. Thanks for tuning into another Firelabs podcast. I'm your host, Shalini Khadaveru. Until next time, keep rocking.